Hello and welcome to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast, where missionaries come on and tell us authentic stories that they love, and I know that you will too. It's six questions in about nine-ish minutes, because we all know that without a timeline, missionaries tend to get awfully long-winded. And so this morning, I'm joined with Brother Josh Wormley. We've already had a great preliminary conversation. Looking forward to getting into this. Thanks for being with me here today. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. It's good to be here. Good to be able to talk with you. Yeah, I'm looking forward. And so let's dig right into question one and tell us a little bit about you and your family and your field. Yeah, so uh, my name is Josh Wormley and uh, one married to a wonderful wife, Bethany. We have two small children, Abraham and Journey, um, and they are a bundle of joy and energy. They like to run around and do all sorts of crazy stuff, and uh, so we love them dearly. Uh, but yeah, we are serving in Kenya, the country of Kenya, and um, really thankful to be able to be working in a country with uh, an older veteran missionary couple. So we've been there only two and a half years and uh, really been able to plug in with Randy and Phyllis Sturwald, just wonderful, wonderful people that love the Lord dearly, have done an amazing work there. And um, mm -hmm. so that's, uh, that's what we have been doing. Uh, you know, the, there's a lot that goes into that. There's nine Bible institutes there that we've been able to help work in, been able to start a new Bible institute there. Uh, there's, they've, been, they've started many churches and, and we've just been helping and uh, teaching and training young men to go into the ministry uh, to start more churches. And so training leadership, 2 Timothy 2.2, that's kind of the, the heartbeat of what's going on there. Wow. Sounds like you guys are hopping over there. So I'm glad to hear that. Sounds like good things are happening in Kenya. So praise the Lord. It's busy. Um, yeah. So, well, question two then. For you, what is one of the best parts or your favorite part about being in the ministry? Mm, wow. That's uh that's a good and and uh, a, a question that can you know you could spend a lot of time you know because there's different there's different facets of that um, but I think uh, the biggest and I think probably most you know most Christian missionaries answer the same way and that would be um, you know being used of God um, in working in the lives of other people and so when you whether it's in preaching a sermon or in teaching. In, in like in the Bible Institute specifically and seeing minds shaped in more conformity to what the scriptures teach and seeing, uh, you know, sometimes you see people coming out of sin, coming to faith in Christ and just that change of life, obviously being able to be used of God to see people saved is, you know, you know, unlike anything else. Um, but also, I, I don't know, for me personally, um, not that one is better than the other, because I think salvation probably would be. <laughs> but for me personally, being able to teach in the Bible Institute and just mm -hmm. work with young guys and 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 just seeing the, the scriptures being learned and uh, you know Jesus being reverenced and just that growth in the life of other believers, um, you know, for me that's you know I, I just find great joy in being able to be used of God in that way. Yeah, what a privilege, man. That would be super awesome to be part of something so expansive. So I'm really glad for you. And that sounds like an awesome ministry going on. So um, then with question three, what's one of the more challenging aspects of missions, maybe on your field or just for your family, something like that? Uh, what's challenging for you guys? Uh, I think challenging wise, well, 
this is as a side note, but there's no Zaxby's over in Kenya. And I know there's no Zaxby's where you are. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love Zaxby's. I could agree with that. I could agree with that. I love Chick-fil-A <laughs> equally as well. Uh, but I think uh, challenging wise uh, on, on the spiritual side of things would be the, in Kenya, especially where, especially where we are in Western Kenya, so many people claim Christianity, and so I, I guess it'd be similar to the Southern Belt of, of America, but everyone basically claims to be a Christian in that part, because you're either a Christian or you're a Muslim, and those are, you know, that's mm -hmm. basically, you're one or the other. And mm -hmm. so the fact that everyone you talk to thinks they're a Christian and, and trying to get through those barriers and and, you know, I remember talking to our, one of my taxi drivers one time coming from the Nairobi airport, and he was explaining to me that he was a Christian. And I asked him why he said he was a Christian. And he went on this 20 long minute story about how God had blessed him with a car and these different things. And, you know, there was mm -hmm. no mention of Jesus. There was no mention of, you know, the death on the cross or sin or, or any of those things. You know, salvation, being a Christian in his eyes was purely a, a monetary thing. So uh, the prosperity gospel is probably the biggest hindrance difficulty struggle uh in that sense um over there in kenya yeah for sure like i i can't i can't imagine like i know i know one is not necessarily easier or harder than the other but sometimes it's almost refreshing to come across a person that's like no i'm not you know, like, <laughs> um you know because yeah it's out here in the pacific islands you're everybody's everybody's a christian it sounds a lot the same and it is it's such a challenge um, because to introduce what the gospel really is when there's this preconceived idea. So I hear you, and I appreciate you sharing that, because it really is a, a challenge across the world. So mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, question four. Um, who are some missionaries that you would say need to be on this podcast to share their stories? Well, um, Oh boy, there's a bunch of them. But uh, <laughs> uh, so Randy and Phyllis Sturwald are the missionaries that we are working with um, that have been there for 42 plus years. Um, Randy just passed away about three weeks ago. And uh, so that has, of course, been extremely hard on his wife and us and uh, many of the, the Kenyans and Ugandans who were saved under his ministry and worked with. Um, so, I mean, I think Phyllis would be an amazing person if she would be willing to uh, come on this this program. She's uh, an amazing woman who's feisty as all get out. And uh, man, you could you could have hours and days worth of content from just listening to her. Um, um, there's uh, Sean and Jerry Vance. We work with them as well. They We came over at the same time to work with Randy and Phyllis and they're a sweet couple that we've been able to work with. Um, so yeah, those will, I guess we'll just leave it at those two. I got a list of other guys, but we'll, we'll leave it at those two. <laughs> Sounds so, <yeah>. good. <clears throat> I look forward to getting in contact with them and yeah. be awesome to have them on. So thanks for sharing. For sure. Um, we'll, we'll exchange contact info. <laughs> Sounds good. So, all right. Question five, then the big one everybody is waiting for. Um, go ahead and take three to five minutes and just tell us a story that you love about your time serving Jesus. Um, I think, again, by the grace of God, I've been able to have many of those stories. Um, but I think one of them is uh, spending time with Randy as we were driving to one of the Bible institutes. 
and uh, listening to him talk about the different areas and how, um, you know, this part of, of Kenya, as he would drive through it in, you know, 30, 40 years ago, how there was nothing but dirt road. And at the end of that dirt road would be another village. And at the end of the next dirt road, another village. And the end of that dirt road, another village. And how him as a young man thinking, man, like what? what are we going to do about this? You know, we, we got to get the gospel to these villages and where does that dirt road go? And then, you know, it goes this way and it goes that way. And, you know, what are we going to do? And, um, and then being able to, you know, arrive at the Bible Institute where there are teachers who have been teaching there for 20 plus years, guys who have been pastoring for 30 plus years, and some of them even 40 years and how they have been able to train young men for decades uh, young men who have gone and started churches in those different villages. And so, uh, you know, it's been a, a huge joy as we then taking part in this ministry and, and walking with Randy and being able to assist further in, in, in what God has called us to do, but being able to start um, in Mombasa, the newest Bible Institute. And so as we began that Bible Institute last year, you know, something that I just kept coming to my mind and still does is, Man, in Western Kenya, there have been eight Bible institutes there. And, you know, there's around 300 churches started. And here we are in Mombasa, a lot of Muslims, you know, million, uh, hundreds of thousands of Muslims. And there's two solid churches that have come from, you know, Randy's ministry. And here we are starting this new Bible institute. We got about 16 people and just thinking, man, like, God, can we, by your grace, you know, can, can what has happened there can that happen here as well? And just as, you know, the, the day in and day out of meeting with guys like David Makoha and Cleophas mm -hmm. Milano and uh, Gabriel and, and these different guys that have, you know, not only faces, but souls and, and have a love for Christ, being able to sit with them at night, you know, with mosquitoes nipping at you and, and talking over the Bible, talking over, you know, the vision that we have for reaching Mombasa and reaching Eastern Kenya in the same way that Western Kenya, not that it has been reached, but has much more so been reached with the gospel. And so, you know, just a lot of those late night encounters, sipping on tea, getting bit by mosquitoes, talking to brothers in Christ, um, you know, those are some really sweet memories for me, just in, in serving Jesus with those guys, thinking about what God has done, looking to the future for what God, we hope and pray, will do. Those are, those are some sweet memories for me. Yeah, that sounds like it, man. And here's here's what I, when you were talking about Brother Randy and and just kind of the vision, what I took away from that, and I think it's it's amazing to think about, obviously, you know, we're not tooting our own horn as missionaries, but like the difference between Christianity and every other religion is that Christians are looking out and saying, we've got to give, right? We've got to go and give this to these people and heartbroken over that. And it's not so that we can go to heaven or be bettered. It's so that other people are benefited. And it, it's amazing to me to listen to guys that were there 40 years ago, like Brother Randy, mm -hmm. that were just heartbroken over these villages and then gave mm -hmm. his whole life. Yep. That is really cool. And I think that's a unique thing. Mm, and so praise man. the Lord. Yeah. So, and thanks for sharing. It sounds like you got some sweet memories sitting around. <laughs> and uh, mosquitoes are wonderful things, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> so I'm well, sure you guys got him there. No, just a few, you know. <laughs> so as uh, as we wrap up, 
do you have for question number six do you have any language or cultural blunders that you are willing to share with us oh man yeah i got plenty of those um uh so the i'll, I'll give you two language and one cultural ish blunder maybe um so the number one on the uh language blunder was i was trying to you know i was preaching in swahili and I was to a group of youth and I was going through second Corinthians five, talking about being ambassadors for Christ. And instead of saying you are ambassadors for Christ, I said, you are goats for Christ. <laughs> and uh, so everyone laughed and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> so I had, they're very similar. The words are very similar. And so anyways, I called them goats of Christ instead of ambassadors. Uh, secondly, I was praying for a church that's called me Toto Bible Baptist church. But instead of saying me Toto, I said, ma, ma titi, which is uh, your breasts. <laughs> and uh, so instead of praying for the name of this church, I prayed for Breast Bible Baptist Church. So, yeah, that was. That was I'm, sure, I'm not sure if we're allowed to laugh at that one, but I will laugh. It's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was really embarrassing. I was like, oh, man. Um, and then I got uh, cultural blunder. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if this is a cultural blunder, but so I went in to use a, a, a squatty potty. And the ground fell and like, you know, it's like 25, 30 feet deep. And so like I was going to go down 30 feet into sewage. But thank the Lord, there's a stick that I caught myself on. And then I Spider-Man crawled out of it. But I was just like so scared that that had happened. And it just, you know, freaked me out. But I never told the pastor. I didn't tell anybody. And so I just like left after everything was all said and done. I never told him that I, I broke his toilets. I don't, I don't know. So anyway, we never talk about it. Like I've seen a lot since <laughs> neither of us have ever brought it up. So I'm sure that there's some, you know, cultural problem that that should be addressed in some missions class one day. But anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, Brother Josh, it's been a, a blast having you on. Um, again, you know, I think we mentioned it before, but kind of kindred spirits. I'm enjoying this and uh, appreciate your story. Thanks for telling us about your language and cultural blunders and just showing the world that God uses regular people. That's what this is all about. And so uh, thanks for taking the time. How can people best follow your story? Um, you know, the best way to follow it, I guess, would be getting our prayer letters, um, you know, so people could, you know, sign up for those uh, or on mm -hmm. Facebook, you know, we're on Facebook, Josh and Bethany Wormley, um, or by signing up for our prayer letter, which, yeah, I guess Facebook would be the best way to do that. So I'm not... I'm, I'm not very good at being the, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I send them out every month, but I'm not big on, you know, I don't have a website or something like that. So either email, which uh, I could give you or, or Facebook, I guess, is the, the best way to follow us. I think it froze. Hey, hopefully we didn't just lose that whole recording. Hopefully not. <laughs> I think it should. Oh, no, it's still recording. What do you know? All right, everybody, we're back. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate you giving us your time today. And thanks for being on here. And uh, I really i am grateful. Hey, man, it was a blast. Thanks so much for doing this. Keep up the good work. And 
and uh, yeah, the, awesome. the God bless you guys there. So good to meet you. Thanks so much. So, and everybody that's joined in today, you've been listening uh, to Josh Wegar with Brother Josh Wormley, and this has been the Missionary Micro Stories podcast.